Hello, it is Ronnie from Hella Uncomfortable. Today is March 20th, 2022. Today made a year from my car accident. Um, and I've just been up and down. I've been up and down all day. I woke up pretty early today and I was just, you know, feeling uneasy. I just cried for most of the morning, um, but it was hard for me to cry. It was like uncomfortable, you know, I, I still struggle with crying because I just, you know, anytime I've cried as a child, I've always been told to just stop crying, you know, be a big girl, be a strong woman, you know, don't cry, you know, get it together. So it's, it's hard for me to cry a lot sometimes. Um, but anyway, I woke up and I cried and I just was feeling very uneasy just to think that, you know, last year I was, you know, laid on the ground on 52nd and shot up dead. It's just, it's a feeling that I can't even describe. It just, it feels so weird to know that I, you know, have experienced that. Um... So anyway, to just rewind um, to that day. So that day, it was a Friday. It was March 19, 2021. I had got up and I worked my first job. Then I worked my second job, which was at the Dollar Tree. Um, get to the Dollar Tree, I'm working. And, you know, I didn't have any plans on hanging out that night, but um, I was not going to turn down a good time, um, either. So I'm working at the Dollar Tree now, my second job. Um, get a call on my break, like, hey, Ronnie, you know, what you doing and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm at work. And, uh, I get off at nine. Um, she like, you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, we can hang out. We could turn up, you know. She was just saying, like, she was telling me something that, like, little feeling, little problem she, you know, was annoyed with. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we can hang out. Um, I was already tired, not listening to my body. But I still was like, I'm hanging out. I don't care. Whatever. I'm asleep when, I, when we done turn it up. So... She's like, okay, I'm going to come pick you up from work. I'm like, okay, cool. So normally when I close, or not, I didn't even close that night, but normally it doesn't take long for you to, like, you know, clock out and, you know, leave work. But that night in particular, it took me hella long to, like, you know, get my uh, manager to cash out my register it just took so long. It was just so many things going on. So she asked me, she's like, Ronnie, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, I'll be out in a minute. Next thing you know, a minute turned into 10 minutes. She's like, Ronnie, I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming. It took me so long. I felt like maybe that was a sign. Now that I, you know, look at it now, I'm like, maybe that was a sign, you know, that I needed to just take my ass the fuck home and lay the fuck down. But that's not what I did, you know. Um, so finally make it out of the store, walk up to the car. I'm like, how y'all doing? What's up? And, um, 
I'm like, what's going on? They were already drunk. Uh, I'm like, what y'all was drinking on? She was like, uh, I think they were drinking on some Remy or something. So I get in the car. Uh, she like, what you want to do? I'm, like, I'm trying to go get something to eat. The place that I wanted to go to, it was closed. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, can you uh, take me to my house real fast so I can change out of my work clothes? Come upstairs to my house. I'm tired as fuck, you know, moving kind of slow, but still not listening to my body. I just was like, whatever. Um, get back in the car. She like, uh, Ronnie, you drinking or you babysitting? I'm like, um, we can get a little small bottle of Douce. So we go to the store, go get a small bottle of Douce. And, um, we go to the lake, we chilling at the lake, we drinking. Now, normally when I drink, I'll be like to, I like to have shots and I'll be drinking a lot. But that night in particular, um, which I was not paying attention to, I really wasn't drinking like that, you know, I, and I was drinking my, my liquor. I was taking my time, um, which was odd, but wasn't paying attention. So we sat at the lake for a few hours and then, you know, she like, um, we head to the city to drop her friend off. I ride with her. Drop her friend off in the city. Her friend lived in the avenues. Um, at this point, you know, her friend lived in like this little dead end. It's like, uh, so we finna leave. We finna uh, get back on the bridge, go to the East Bay. Before we pull off, she like, Ronnie, can I spend a night at your house? I'm like, yeah, though. Uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what's up? She like, nothing. I'm just hella fucked up. I can't make it all the way home. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can stay at my house. I asked her, I'm like, um, do you need me to drive? She's like, oh, no, 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 I got it. Um, uh, but I'm not tripping because I ain't rolled with her hella times drinking. You know, we ain't both been drunk as fuck and just riding. So I'm not tripping off of it. But then I did ask her, I'm like, do we need to just take a nap right here? She like, no, 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 I'm cool. She's like, I just can't make it all the way home. I'm like, okay, all right. So we leave, you know, we leave, we drive into the, um, back to Oakland. And next thing you know, I fall asleep. And I feel like my ancestors put me to sleep. They put me to sleep on purpose. Um, because we are coming off the freeway speeding and um, get to 52nd and Shattuck. And she runs into the ambulance. And yeah, I don't remember the car accident. I don't remember. I was asleep. Um, I was asleep. Next thing you know, I remember is waking up in the ICU. I tried to pull myself out of the bed. Um, I grabbed the rail on my right side and I pulled myself up and I started screaming. I'm screaming loud as fuck because I'm in hella pain. Like I didn't know that my stomach was stapled. So I'm screaming because it was hurting so fucking bad. And then I opened my eye, my right eye, because my left eye was like closed shut. Um, opened my eye, I'm like, where am I? Where am I? And um, the it was a nurse sitting right next to me. 
um, she like, oh, you're in the hospital. You're in a really bad car accident. And I'm like, I'm in a hospital. I was in a really bad car accident. What? what? And I just start crying. I'm just, I'm just crying so much. And then a lady, um, she asks me, she asks me my name. I tell her my name. Um, I didn't know that they didn't know my name. They, I, I was listed under a, a Jane Doe because uh, they didn't know who I was. They didn't have my wallet. They didn't have my purse. They didn't have my phone. They didn't have any of my personal belongings. They had no idea who I was. Um, so, yeah, I remember I asked for her to call my sister because I just really needed to see someone. I really needed to see somebody that loved me. So they called my sister. And I guess my sister and my family, they had already been calling around different hospitals and morgues to find me. They were describing me, trying to find out because they didn't know if I were if I was dead or if I was alive. Um, so I talked to my sister and she come and see me the next day and she walked in. I was so happy to see her. I was so happy to see my sister. And I talked with her for a few minutes and then she says to me, she says, Oh, Ronnie, I got a surprise for you. And my stepmom, she walked in and I just started crying. I started crying so much. And I don't know what it was that just made me start crying when I seen her. Um, but it was something. I, I mean, I, I needed to see them. I needed to see my stepmom and my sister. I needed to just. So when I seen her. I'm crying and, you know, I can't really get my words out and, you know, but I was happy. I was really happy to see her. I was happy to see them both. Really, I was. And um, so I was in the ICU for a while. I was in the ICU for a cool minute. You know, the surgery that they did on my colon. Um, so I had... Um, I was internally bleeding out on my colon. I had brain swelling, brain bleeding. Um, I had an orbit blowout in my left eye. My left side of my face was fractured. My teeth were chipped. Um, I had cuts up my arm, cuts on my face. Um, my right leg was broken, and at the time, they thought my left leg was just badly sprained. Um, so I was in ICU for a minute. I had a cool nurse that always sat by my side. I believe her name was Gabby. Loved her. Um, one of the days she was off, I ended up getting this horrible nurse um, who pushed me when I was in the ICU, paralyzed. She fucking pushed me. And I just couldn't believe that she had the nerve to push somebody that was, you know, paralyzed. And I'm not a rude person. You know, I'm very polite. I'm very well-mannered. Um, I don't know what her issue was with me. Um, but she did that to me. That was the first thing. You know, that was like, wow, 
you know. But I didn't say anything because Highland didn't save my life. It was if it wasn't for them and then paramedics, whoever they were, um, I really would not be here. So also when they gave me the um when they did the surgery on my stomach, on my colon, I had lost so much blood that they had um to give me a blood transfusion. They had to give me six pints of blood. Um so after being in the ICU for a few days, I was sent upstairs to the eighth floor where I did not even receive good treatment up there. I got up there and, you know, it was just, it was just bad. Um, it was just really bad. The nurses up there, they were not, you know, doing my daily, you know, routines like self-care routines, like washing me up, brushing my teeth. They just were, you know, doing whatever. Um, they had took the catheter out of me. So um, I was supposed to just press the button when I had to go to the bathroom. But I couldn't tell when I had to go to the bathroom. So I just would go to the bathroom by myself without even knowing that I was Going to the bathroom on myself and um, yeah, so it was it was really fucking embarrassing, um, and I kept wondering like why don't I know when I have to use the restroom? Why do I keep going? And the doctor told me that that was, you know, some it was a reaction that you know happens from car accidents and stuff like that. So I was dealing with that and so when I would pee on myself I would press the button because at that point I was now sitting in my pee and I would press the button and ask for them to come and clean me up and they barely would come and clean me up you know it was just it was just horrible it was horrible then I remember one of the nights Another nurse, she um she pushed me too. I got pushed up there too on the eighth floor. Um, and then the night I just was at my breaking point. You know, I had peed on myself several times and I was just sitting in so much pee. Um, because I couldn't I couldn't walk, like my legs was hurting. I just couldn't do anything. Um, and they were supposed to be coming in and you know, bring the bedpan, but I didn't know when I had to go to the bathroom or when I did feel that I had to go, it was like at the last minute and I couldn't even hold it. Um, so I was just peeing on myself. So that night I had peed on myself a lot and I hadn't been washed up all day. Um, you know, so I kept pressing the button. I kept pressing the button. I kept pressing the button and asking for someone to come in and clean me up. And by the time somebody came in there and cleaned me up, she had just poured, just kind of like threw the water on me. Um, and she wiped me really aggressive, um, which was like, it's your job, you know? You know, this is what you signed up to do, but it just wasn't, I guess, what she wanted to do. I have no idea. Um, but after that, I just, I was crying all night. I called my sister and I was just like, they're not, they're not treating me good in here. And, 
they're not washing me up. I haven't been showered and, you know, my teeth haven't been brushed. And my sister came up there the next day. My sister Cleta came up there the next day and she um, figured out a way to get me in my wheelchair. And she got me in the wheelchair and she rolled me into the bathroom and we wrapped my cask up. Um, and she showered me. That was the only time that I got in the shower at Highland is when my sister came and she showered me and she spoke to those nurses and the nurse supervisor and she let them have it. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so in there, not talking to people really because the phone was all the way on the other side of the room and I couldn't you know walk in my I was just in so much pain um uncles was calling all day trying to talk to me and I couldn't reach the phone and it was just a lot you know the nurses wouldn't barely bring the phone to me so my uncle Brunel he called one of the days he called the nurse station and he was screaming at them cussing them out letting them have it you know um my best friend Erica ended up buying me a cell phone um, because my cell phone, I don't even know what the fuck happened to the cell phone. The car had blew up, so I don't know if the, it blew up with the car. I have no idea. And I don't know if the car blew entire. I don't know if the whole car blew up or just like the front of the car. I really have no idea. Um, so... Yeah, my phone was gone. So my best friend Erica, she bought me a she bought me another phone because I they just would move. They would not put the phone by me. And even when they put the phone by me, they would come in and they would move it back to the other side of the room, knowing that I couldn't walk. Which was it was fucked up. It was really fucked up. So yeah. Um, so another day the. The nurse, um, no, three doctors, they came into my room um, because my supposedly my left ankle was really just a bad sprain. So they wanted me to try and practice walking with a walker. So I kept telling them that I couldn't do it, you know, that my leg hurted really bad. Um, but they were not believing me. They were not honoring, you know, what I was feeling in my body. Um they made me get up and try to walk to the bathroom. So when I get up, I'm just in so much fucking pain. And I try to walk and they see, you know, I hear a crack and I literally just fell. Um, I fell. They picked me up. They got me back on the bed and I kept telling them something is wrong with my leg and they just kind of just brushed me off. They kept brushing me off. And then I told my sister, I'm like, I keep telling them something is wrong with this left leg. I fell and it's just not strong. And they had already had me um, in a boot. So I was, I had a boot on my left leg and I had a cast on my right leg. So I'm like, obviously something is really fucking wrong, you know? So still didn't do anything for my left leg. Another day, Another doctor come in, checking my eye uh, because it was still closed shut. And they were wondering why my eye is still closed shut, why I couldn't open my eye. 
So they we did some like eye practices and they kept trying to get me to open my eye and I was trying to open my eye, um, but my left eye just would not open. Um, and then they had to force it open. And then from there, that's when they were like, okay, we are gonna have to do an eye surgery. And then they said something about my brain. And once they said something about my brain, that's all I heard, you know, because I knew they were going to do a surgery on my eye. And I'm like, oh, my brain, you guys can't do a surgery on my brain. So I remember I had an episode one morning. I was just, I cried for so fucking long. I cried for so fucking long because I was just traumatized when I heard brain. I thought that they just wanted to just operate on my brain and it just brought back very traumatizing memories of when my auntie had a brain surgery on her brain for she had a brain tumor and things just went downhill from there once they did the surgery so I really was just you know freaked out and I was telling my sister I do not want them touching my brain I want them to leave my brain alone whatever is going on with my brain just leave it as is I did not want a surgery on my brain um but they kept explaining to me oh veronica we're not we're not doing the surgery on your brain but i really didn't believe them because they were up there you know not treating me the best and i'm trying not to really you know because highland did save my life but some of those doctors and nurses really don't have good intentions um so the day that they did my eye surgery, I had another episode. I was crying because I kept thinking about my brain. I'm like, they're going to drug me and put me to sleep and operate on my brain. I was really fucking freaked out. Um, so they, you know, came and got me from my room, took me downstairs to operate on my eye. And I kept asking them 50 million questions like, and kept telling them, I don't want y'all touching on my brain. They looked like they were really annoyed with me. Um, so I was talking. I was asking a question. And they shot my IV up with whatever to put my ass to sleep. And next thing you know, I was talking and I was out. And, and then I was up getting transferred back up to my room. The surgery was done. They did the surgery on my eye. I had a, I, um, my eye. My left eye was covered up. And then, um, but that day after, you know, my head was hurting so, my head was hurting so bad after the eye surgery, my head was hurting so damn bad. Um, but I was so grateful because 10 minutes later, Bobby had walked in. Her, um, her and Breezy and Mozzie, they were all trying to come up there and see me, but they wouldn't let Breezy in with the baby, you know, I don't know. It was just so many restrictions uh, with COVID. I was only supposed to have one visitor a day. They had to have certain things. Kids were not allowed. Like it was just a lot of stuff, you know, they just made, it was so difficult being in a hospital during COVID. It was really a lonely, very traumatic experience. Um, but Bobby came that day and it was perfect because I, I just had the eye surgery. My head was hurting. Um, I was pee-peed out. You know, I had not been washed up. Um, I felt stinky. And I asked Bobby. I was like, Bobby, do I stink? And she's like, no. But she's like, I'll wash you up. Bobby washed me up. I couldn't feed myself. She literally fed me, you know, 
and I just I really needed that and I was just so you know Bobby and Breezy and all of them all my twerk sisters they're all special women and you know I and I love them and stuff like that um but I just don't think that I really expected them to be there for me the way they were um I literally had my mind set on who I thought would you know, who were supposed to be there for me, you know, who I thought would be there for me. The people that I thought would be there for me, not all of them, but, you know, some of them, they were not there. They were not there. And it was a lot of people, you know, that were there for me that I would have never expect, you know, to be there for me. Um, it was It was very surprising. Um, but she fed me and, you know, I was happy because I really, you know, was not eating either. That was another thing I wasn't eating. I had ate a soup from an old friend of, of mine, grandmother, her grandmother had made me a soup and that had been the first thing that I really had ate. And then when Bobby brought me food that day, I had ate food that time, um, you know, but her coming in, like, washing me up, and I wasn't, like, uncomfortable, you know, when she washed me up. She made me feel at ease, and I was just really grateful, you know. Her and Kira, my other Turk sister, my Libra, they called me every day when I was in the hospital, you know, and they really went over and beyond. Like, they both were, like, you know, it was difficult for them to talk to me before I got my cell phone, but Bobby and Kiara, they literally, you know, was calling the nurse station and really bothering them people, you know, like, I need to talk to her and, you know, just, it made, it made my heart warm. Still to this day, when I think about it, you know, I can never forget the people that really, really, you know, showed up for me. My best friend Erica had just had a baby and, you know, she had showed up for me, you know, so it was just, it was a lot, you know. And so then after being at Highland for a while, you know, they were saying like, oh, I was getting transferred to Alta Base Rehab. And, you know, I had become extremely nerved up because she, the driver had ran her car into the ambulance and I didn't know what happened to the paramedics. So I was fearful and I felt bad. Um, Cause I didn't know, you know, if they were alive. I still don't know. I mean, I know that they're alive. I know that, um, and I know that they were injured. Um, but at the time, I didn't know anything, so I was really freaked out. And I was freaked out about getting in a vehicle and having to drive somewhere, you know, ride as a passenger again. I was really, I was really terrified. Um, so I remember the the pastor from the chapel. He came up and he. He talked with me and he prayed with me and he just, you know, tried to reassure me that, you know, it was going to be okay. And he actually, before, you know, I got transferred, he let them know that, you know, I had really bad anxiety about getting in the ambulance and, you know, riding in a moving car or moving vehicle that he let them know that. And I really appreciate him that 
for that. It was only him and another lady. Her name was like Rivka. Oh, that was her name. Rivka. She was a nurse at Highland. Um, Rivka, the pastor from the chapel, and Irma. Those were the only people on that eighth floor that were good to me. Um, they were good to me. The other nurses were just like, yeah, they were just horrible, you know. They just really treated me bad. Um, all of the people that bring the food upstairs, they were nice. Um, even though I didn't eat the food, they were nice. Um, so yeah, so, and then the day that I was getting transferred to go to Alta Base, that was the day that they decided to look at my left leg after I had been asking them, you know, to do a CAT scan on my left leg and they just, you know, kept brushing me off. But I guess Alta Base also, I don't know if it was Alta Base requesting that they did check my left leg out. And so before I left, probably like an hour before, you know, the ambulance was picking me up. They sent me downstairs to do a CAT scan on my left leg. And it was definitely fractured. Um, and so now I was completely no... Um, non-weight-bearing or something. Um, so, yeah, the ambulance, the paramedics get there. They come up to my room to have a conversation with me, to prepare me for getting in the ambulance. I really appreciate Arthur. That was one of the paramedics' name. I forgot the other one name. Um, they sat with me. They 